Do you want a job you'll love? Then you'll want to come to Mesquite Gaming's Job Fair on Wednesday, May 5th at the Virgin River Event Center. Get interviewed on the spot. They are accepting applications in all departments. Competitive wages, advancement, training, 401k, health insurance, paid vacation, and free meals. But you don't have to wait for the job fair. Apply online right now at mesquitegaming.com. That's mesquitegaming.com. Equal opportunity employer, COVID-19 safety precautions will be followed. And welcome to Drive 96.9-94.9. I'm your host, Coach Jimbola, and this is Coach's Corner. So we've got a big game tonight, Vegas Golden Knights against the Colorado Avalanche. We've got Coach Pete DeBoer and Alex Petrangelo after the morning skate uh, talking about this. And uh, we're going to play that for you right now. This is courtesy of the Golden Knights, and then we'll be back to uh, finish up talking about the big game against the Colorado Avalanche. So here is Coach Pete DeBoer and Alex Petrangelo from the pre-skate of the game against the Colorado Avs tonight. 6.30 puck drop. Good morning, Pete. Hey, uh, a couple of things on, on a related topic. The playoffs are right around the corner. Season ends for you in two weeks' time. Have you gotten any indication at all in terms of when you believe your first round series might start waiting to see what happens with Vancouver. And if it's a lengthy layoff, is that viewed as a positive or a negative for you? Um, I don't have any indication. Uh, I, my guess, if I had to make an educated guess, I don't think we're going to have the luxury of a lengthy uh, layoff. I think the way they rescheduled games, um, we're all playing into that week that they had built in following the season. Um, so, and I can't imagine with how condensed the schedule's been uh, and, the, and the time frame on when they want to finish the playoffs that we're going to get a lot of time. So uh, I, I think uh, we're preparing for a short couple of days and then uh, I'm sure the puck's going to drop on the playoffs. Next question this morning comes from Vince Sapienza, Channel 5, Las Vegas. Obviously, uh, tonight's game has been talked about for a while. You and Colorado have been the two names coming out uh, of the West. I'm curious in a game like this, obviously you want to start on time, start fast. But how much of it is a mental game tonight, not letting it get so big that, you know, the adrenaline or whatever takes over. But how much of a mental game is this one or is it not? Well, for sure it is. Uh, you know, you got to find that fine line where you're, you're engaged uh, but you're also executing. You're not, you're not just uh, racing around the ice, uh, you know, full of energy, not making good decisions. So that's always the fine line you're looking for. I think we've got a veteran team. I think we understand that. Um, I also anticipate they're going to be great tonight. I think, uh, you know, particularly their big, big line had an off night in St. Louis the other night and you know, my history with those type of players like McKinnon is when they have an off night, they usually come roaring back. So I'm anticipating uh, they're going to be good. Next question goes to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Justin. 
Hi, Pete. I know you're more worried about the players that are with the group currently, but it sounds like Peyton Krebs, now that the WHL season ended, is going to join Henderson. And Kelly McCrimmon said a couple of weeks ago it's possible that uh, he could be with your guys' group for the for the playoffs. So I guess I'm curious, kind of, what experience maybe have you had with junior players coming up and kind of getting a taste of that stretch drive and maybe even helping out for the playoffs? Yeah, well, you know, it's rare, but um, I, I don't consider Peyton uh, a kid coming out of junior. I mean, he spent two months with us in the bubble playing with NHL guys every night. He's played in the American League now, uh, you know, more than a couple games. Um, so, you know, I, I don't consider him uh, your traditional junior coming out of junior hockey. Uh, I, I think he's much more season, seasoned than that because of his experiences here in the last year. So, that's great news for Henderson. Uh, great news for us depth-wise, um, because you can see with the injuries, we're, you're going to need uh, you know you're you're going to need that depth uh, at some point as we go forward. We'll take two more questions for Pete this morning. Next, we go to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Dave. Hi, Pete. You talked a lot uh, yesterday, kind of philosophically about coaches and coaching and their roles. I'm curious, especially with. The success of your goalies, how much Mike Rosati has played into that and how much credit he deserves. Mike's done a real good job. Um, you know, obviously two veteran guys, uh, two different styles. So, uh, um, you know, you've got to wear different hats with each guy uh, depending on what they need. And, and really they couldn't, couldn't be more different stylistically. So, uh, you know, it's been a big ask for Rosie and he's come in. You know, going back to last year when he jumped in uh, kind of mid-season, uh, you know, he's done a great job. I think he's built good relationships with both guys. And, you know, the nice thing about having veteran guys is is I think both guys understand their own games and, and understand what they need. Um, you know, and, and uh, for Rosie, it's a matter of, of just meeting those needs daily. Last question for Pete comes from Alan Snell, LV Sports Biz. Hi, Alan. Hi, Pete. Uh, in March, the league signed a TV deal with ESPN. And yesterday, you probably heard that they signed a deal with Turner Sports. Seems like there'll be a lot of opportunities for fans to watch games. And I just wanted to get your reaction to uh, the National Hockey League signing up with, uh, you know, these uh, broadcasters. Yeah, well, way above my pay grade, but um, it sounds like a great deal. Um, you know, it sounds like... Uh, uh, and I think change is a good thing in any department and in any area after a certain amount of time. And, uh, you know, obviously we've got some great people uh, running the league and they felt that uh, this was the best direction to grow the game going forward. And that's what we're all here for. You know, I think, I think this game's made monumental strides in growth. You just look around where, where I'm coaching in Vegas and, and the passion in the city for the sport. So, uh, you know, I think the sky's the limit uh, for where it's going. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. Hey, Alex, what is the anticipation like on game days like today where, you know, even though it's just a regular season game, there's still a lot on the line? Yeah, I think that preparation um, was important yesterday. We did a lot of things in practice that um, were going to be important for tonight. So uh, I think tonight or this morning, guys come in here, they get what they need to get to, you know, prepare. We know it's a big game. They know it's a big game. Uh, 
good measuring stick, I guess, for both sides here uh, going down the stretch. But uh, I think yesterday was important for us to kind of dial it in after taking a couple of days off and go over the stuff that we have to to uh, to get ready for tonight. Next, we'll go to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Good morning, Alex. I'm doing a piece on Mark Stone uh, and kind of his captaincy. So I wanted to ask you, just as a captain who's been around other great leaders in the NHL, kind of what traits Mark has that make him good for this role in the, the first captain in Golden Knights history? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, it represents the organization the way he wanted it to be. But, um, you know, everyone in the locker room listens to what he has to say. Um, but for me, you know, just getting to know him this year and uh, the most important thing is, you know what you're getting from him every single night. Um, obviously, statistically, it speaks for itself, but the things throughout the game that he does um, show that he cares, show that every night he's going to put what he can, you know, out there. And um, that's what you want in your leader. You want someone to follow. And uh, when you have a guy playing like that, it's easy to follow. Next, we'll go to Vince Sapienza with Channel 5 Las Vegas. Hey, Alex, just to follow up on that first question, uh, Pete talked about how tonight is, you know, a fine line between execution and, and kind of reining it in and not racing around the ice. I'm curious, how much of a mental game are these kinds of games where it's built up so much? You and Colorado talked about all season. How much of it is a mental game and just keeping that in check tonight? Well, for me, the way, you know, we've played them before. It's not the first time we've played Colorado, so... Um, we're trying to build our game here, and, and so are they, to you know find our um, you know best game going into the playoffs. So we obviously know um, you know what they are, and uh, you know we've had some obviously really good games against them. They're obviously a good team, but for us, it, it's working on what we need to work on here moving forward. And we feel like that's important because if we do that, we feel like we have a chance to beat everybody. So um, I know they're probably saying the exact same thing for us. It's, uh, it's really focusing on tuning our game and, uh, you know, continuing to build off what we've built off here for the last, you know, couple of weeks. Take two more questions here for Alex. Next we go to David Shane, Las Vegas regional. Hey, Alex, Max Patretti did a podcast with a couple of guys. He made a comment on there that I thought was kind of interesting. I wanted to get your thoughts on it, that the adversity that you guys have gone through has, brought everybody closer but because everybody feels like they have an ownership in this team that that they have you know a larger role is that true you see that how does that maybe manifest itself in terms of everybody you know feeling like they you know have a part in the success so far well as a team yeah because we use everybody right everybody's got a situation that they play and obviously some of us are you know uh play power play and penalty kill for example but uh we use everybody and everybody plays an important situation so um, you know, I think to have that depth throughout the lineup is really important, not just offensively, but defensively too, to be able to, uh, you know, take care of things, face off defensive zone starts, all that stuff goes important. It's a long way. A lot of things that go, you know, maybe unnoticed to a lot of people is, is part of the reason why we're having a lot of success right now. And there's guys willing to do those hard things. And, uh, a lot of times that freezes up other guys to do things, you know, offensively. So when you have everybody buying into what they got to do to win, um, you know, the result is, is the winning streak that we're on, but, um, certainly it's going to be hard to, uh, continue that here moving forward. We got a big test tonight. Last question for Alex Petrangelo goes to Brian blessing Vegas hockey hotline. Hey, Alex, back to the, uh, the practice. It seems like you could count on one hand, the amount of practices you guys have been able to have this year, you know, not looking for game plans. You guys know the right and wrong things to do during a game, but, what were kind of the things that 
you can build off where you got out of the practice that serves as a refresher course to the things to make sure you're doing the little things right. Yeah. Sometimes it's honestly, it's just the simple things. Um, you know, yesterday was neutral zone coverage where, you know, some, you know what you're doing instinctively because on the ice, you just do it. But, um, to get back down to basics sometimes and you don't practice a whole lot is, is important. Um, can't necessarily get that in uh, a morning skate, but when you can get out there and sometimes I guess dumb it down and simplify and get back to what we do well and kind of reiterate everything that, uh, that we've done. It's important when you have guys who haven't been here, right? We got Yanni hasn't been here. comes over, you know, at the deadline, it's important to kind of simplify things and you show it on video, but when you get a chance to do it, even maybe at, you know, three quarter half speed, it's important important because it gets into your mind when you get into the game and you kind of, you know, have it become second nature for you. Thanks, Alex. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is the fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. That was Coach Pete DeBoer of the Vegas Golden Knights with Alex Petrangelo, assisting captain. And as I said, big game tonight. Puck drops at 6.30. Now, the Avs will be without three significant players. Miko Ritanen, Jonas Donskisi, Donskoe, sorry, and goalie Philip Grubeyer. So that's uh, all related to COVID. So uh, Knights are a favor in this game and they can put themselves in pretty good standing there right now. They're currently four points ahead, 70 to 66. A win tonight would give them 72. Um, Colorado would have to play an unbelievable schedule down the road, uh, to catch the golden Knights and take that number one spot. So, uh, again, want to thank the, uh, Vegas golden Knights for that audio of coach Pete DeBoer and Alex Petrangelo. You're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino. We'll be back right after this short break. Coach's Corner continues. It's stone crab season at the Casablanca up in Mesquite, Nevada. And here's Tom Jerryone talking about stone crab at the Casablanca Hotel and Casino. Tom Jerryone, he is the corporate general manager and also oversees food and beverage at the Casablanca, and they have an unbelievable gourmet room up there called Catherine. So, Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you. And it is now stone crab season, correct? Stone crabs are in until mid-May. They start mid-October and they go to mid-May. And, and we have them flown in all the time. 
I I know firsthand, and I, as I told you off the air, I I've never had anything as wonderful as the stone crab that I had up at the Casablanca. We have a really good resource in Florida, and uh, we are really good about taking good care of our purveyors, and they take really good care of us. And I think I don't think there's anybody in the state of Nevada that gets more stone crab than me. I mean, we go through a lot. Yeah, and the I, people love them. They call up and they ask for me. Get the stone crabs in. I said yes. But sometimes <laughs> if they're not in season, sometimes they run bad or they're not running good. We sometimes we don't have them, but for ninety-five percent of the time, we do have them. Yeah, and, and they are off the chart. And and Catherine's just a, is just an outstanding gourmet room. It's just I'm, I mean, if it were if it were in town here, if it were in Vegas, you could you eat, would never be able to get in. Well, you could you'd never be able to get in. But I'm I'm basically going to say. You could double or triple your prices, and you still would never never be able to get in. Right, and that's not, not what we do there. I mean, we keep our we keep our prices very low. Oh, your and, prices are great. Your prices are great. Even all we have a phenomenal wine list. We're just no triple markups, double markups. That's not even heard of. We keep it. We keep our great bottles of wine for a great price. We have the greatest food at a great price. I mean. Some of the, you know, we're not really in the restaurant business. We want people to come out and have a great time. And the Catherine, it's 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 like Vegas used to be. It's like years ago, <laughs> the old gourmet rooms, and they take great care of their customers. And if, if for those who never had stone crab, the only way to best describe a stone crab is lobster times three. So if you like lobster, three times it is what you're going to experience with the stone crab. With the mustard sauce or the cocktail sauce, whichever way you like them, they're just delicious. I mean, and they're. They're super fresh. They come in all the time. We have, a, we have, like I said, we have a great relationship with our with our fishmongers in Florida, and they, they love us. They take good care of us, and we get the first ones out. Right. No one gets them before us. Well, I can speak firsthand. I mean, I've I've never had stone crab before, and when I came up and had it, I got to, I had an eight ounce claw, which was ridiculous right. to yeah. begin with. Okay. Yeah, the super titans when they come in, we get them. Yeah. And and that mustard sauce with them, and as you said before, I mean, you want to talk about something that's that's rich, but you you could eat it all day long. That's how good it is. Yeah, yeah, they are they are really really good. And you know now now that we we open at four p.m. Right. We have you know we have a lot of our customers that come in from different areas, so from St. George or from Vegas, they drive in. So we open at four p.m. now, and it's done really well. And, you know, now that, you know, we're, reservations are required, right. which, you know, we're at 25% capacity sure. for the next, you know, probably for the next couple of months until this uh, mandate comes over. So we open at four, so we have our little seatings at four, six, or eight. So there's plenty of time for people to still come in and enjoy it. I mean, all our steaks, all our prime, are all prime meats. It gets in from stockyards out of Chicago. Even the prime rib is prime. I mean, our <laughs> lamb is Colorado lamb chops. I mean, we spec all the ingredients. We spec the lemons, the butter, the wine, the produce. I mean, we get exactly what we want for that restaurant. And 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 the, thank God I have an owner that you know just lets he wants things to be right. Yes, he's not worried about the price or the budget of it. Well, he says, no, I want the finest ingredients that we can get. You know, with it within reason, of course. You know, but and and we do a phenomenal job there. It's a, it's a great restaurant. We have some Italian dishes on there. There's some steakhouse dishes on there. There's some pastas. There's Chipino. So it's a little bit of everything. You could easily go to this restaurant three nights in a row and have a great meal at three different types of dinners. Exactly. And you could you can go to the Open Table app also and make your reservations, or you can call 702-346-7000. Right. 
6846 to make your reservations. And reservations are required. And I'm going to tell you what, if you ever get a chance and you want the best stone crab in Nevada, not even close, maybe on the West Coast, you got to go up to Catherine's at the uh, Casablanca Hotel and Casino, flown in fresh daily. Uh, the people there do an outstanding job of serving you. And as you said, everything is first class. And the pricing is very, very economical, very economical pricing. We have even our pastries. I mean, we have Gramenier soufflés. We do we do table side banana saucers, cherries jubilee. We have Cafe Diablo for desserts. We have some of the some of the best cakes. I got one of the best pastry chefs in Vegas. We have our our cakes driven out just for the desserts <laughs> in that restaurant. Well, I got to make a reservation because I'm getting hungry right now, man. Um, it, it, it's like I said, this, we've been talking with Tom. From the Casablanca Hotel and Casino, he's the corporate general manager, also overseeing food and beverage at Catherine's Steakhouse, the gourmet room. And I I don't use that term lightly. It is a gourmet room up in Mesquite, Nevada. So, Tom, I want to thank you. I want to have our our listeners, if they're going up past Vegas, you got to stop in at Casablanca, but you need to make reservations. Uh, you, You will not be sorry. You will not be sorry. If you're passing through, plan your trip so your time works out for you, so you can at least have a great meal to or from your destination. Yes, I mean they've got great food even in in, in the uh, in the regular restaurant, the daily restaurant. Well, better also. yet, better yet, spend the night, have a great dinner. There you go, there you go. We'll get you a good room rate. Tom, want to thank you very much. My pleasure. Great talking to you. Okay. Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite Golf Packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network Drive 96.9949. And we are one day away from the draft. Raiders picks are 17, 48, 79, 80. 121, 162, 167, and 200. Uh, Raiders have been radio silent on what they're going to do. So the question comes up. Should the Raiders draft for need or take the best player available? Um, Vincent Bonsignori of the Review Journal had a nice little article where he talked about uh, this situation. So uh, what they've done, and this is kind of a consensus uh, here are players that they think at 17 the Raiders would definitely be interested in. Uh, Christian Darwasaw from 
Virginia Tech offensive tackle. From Virginia Tech, a cornerback, Caleb Farley. South Carolina quarterback, J.C. Horn. Oklahoma State offensive tackle, Teven Jenkins. TCU free safety, Trevon Mooring. And Penn State linebacker, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons kind of is the guy that everybody's uh, saying they should draft. But this is, who knows, with the Raiders and um, Mike Mayock, John Gruden, and Mr. Davis, how they're going to come down with what they're going to do. Um, it's really interesting uh, because this draft is, everybody is basically saying this is the draft that's got to make the difference. Um so it's really interesting. Mike Mayock was quoted as, you ask me about right tackle, we've got a guy named Jared Jones-Smith, who we signed off the street last week, who we think has a chance to be a really good football player, Mayock said, kind of excited about him. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. So we've got uh, Cassie Soto and uh, Vince, or Sam Gordon, sorry, not Vince Gordon, Sam Gordon uh, of the RJ, and they're going to talk about the draft a little bit. And this is from the, RJ's uh, website. Up on the Vegas Nation Draft Preview Show, we'll take a look at who the Raiders could pick number 17 overall in the 2021 NFL Draft. We'll break down how last year's class did as the first rookie <coughs> to play in Las Vegas, and we'll hear from one of those rookies as he describes what it was like to get the call from the Raiders. Got the call, and everybody started yelling around me. I was like, y'all don't even know what this is. <laughs> The Vegas Nation Draft Preview Show, sponsored by the South Point Sportsbook, kicks off right now. Welcome in, football fans, to the Vegas Nation Draft Preview Show. Cassie Soto here at the South Point Sportsbook. We have a loaded show for you, including all things Raiders and the 2021 NFL Draft. Joining me to break it all down is Las Vegas Review Journal sports writer Sam Gordon. Sam, appreciate you being here with me. My pleasure, Cassie. It's great to be here, and it's so great to talk football with you again. Uh, this year, the Raiders have eight draft picks, and there's a bunch of talent on both sides of the ball that they can go after this year, and frankly, they need talent after an 8-8 eight eight season. That's right. Well, let's go ahead and get to it and take a look at a few of the prospects the Raiders could have their eyes on this year. NFL writer Adam Hill is at Allegiant Stadium with more. The Raiders will select number 17 in the first round of this draft, and they have plenty of options for where to go with this pick. Uh, the Raiders need talent pretty much everywhere, so I wouldn't rule out any position completely. Certainly, they've got a ton of young receivers, but if one of these top receivers in the draft falls, I know the Raiders would probably be interested in that. Uh, if you look on the defensive side, edge rusher still a need, even though they invested in the defensive line, in particular Yannick Ngakwe to be an edge rusher in the offseason. Defensive tackle, we know they still need some depth there. Uh, so that might be a possibility. That would be Christian Barmore, really the, the only guy near the top of the draft. Uh, you could also look safety. That would fill a need. Trevon Merrick, the number one safety prospect in the draft, he seems to be a guy that would fit in well with what this Gus Bradley defense would do. So I would look all over the field for possibilities for the Raiders, depending on how this first round plays out. But we've all been talking about offensive tackle for so much of this last couple of months, ever since the free agency period, with the Raiders trying to get younger and cheaper, more importantly, on the offensive line. Uh, we've kind of all circled in on offensive tackle, and there are plenty of them in this draft. We would certainly expect Panay Sewell from Oregon to be gone very early here in the first round. Uh, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern, another guy that you would expect to be gone fairly early. 
Uh, the third guy for me and for a lot of people that are analyzing this draft, Christian Derisov from Virginia Tech. He is a very, very good player, the kind of player you can pair up with Colton Miller uh, at offensive tackle and be the bookends for years to come. That would be a guy I'm zeroing in on here with that 17th pick in the first round if he's available. Uh, some other options if they maybe fall, Elijah Barrett Tucker. Uh, maybe a little bit of a reach at 17, but he could be a possibility as well to Vin Jenkins from Oklahoma State as well. But Christian Derrissaw, that's the guy I'm zeroing in on with the number 17 pick for the Raiders. Sam and Cassie, back to you. Thank you so much, Adam. Well, those are just a few of the prospects the Raiders could go after on Thursday again with that number 17 spot. But, Sam, I'm wondering if you think Adam left anyone out. Is there anyone else you think the Raiders have their eyes on? I, I think Adam covered a number of the top prospects that the Raiders can consider. And I really think it starts and ends for the Raiders uh, at, at that 17 spot at two positions, right? If, they're, if they decide to draft for need. And those needs are right tackle and free safety. And Adam touched on the top free safety prospect out of TCU, Javon Merrick, uh, would be a big-time player. Uh, he's the top free safety prospect in the draft. He comes into that secondary. He's a day one starter. We saw what a guy like Antoine Winfield did for the Buccaneers as a rookie starter, how he changed that defense. Maybe he has the same effect for the Raiders if they elect to go that route. But I'm a little bit more partial to offensive line. And Adam touched on Christian Derrissaw. He's the top right tackle, one of the top right tackle prospects. Um, it's probably the top one that's going to be there when the Raiders pick. Now, if he's still there, I think that'd be a big-time move. You solidify your right tackle spot after extending Colt Miller. You bookend your tackles. You build out your offensive line, and you solidify what you want to do offensively. If he's gone, you can go with Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. You can go with Elijah Barrett Tucker out of USC. So there's a number of options the Raiders have. With their two big needs, it's not a secret. Free safety, right tackle. I expect them to address those if they decide to stay at number 17. Definitely a lot of talent. Hopefully they hit on it this year, Sam. Most importantly, well, here's something neat for Raiders fans. Allegiant Stadium is now offering tours of the facilities to the public. If you've been wanting to get inside the 65,000-seat home of the Las Vegas Raiders, now is your chance. Public tours have been made available on Allegiant Stadium's website. The guided tour takes about 75 minutes to complete and includes stops in private suites and club spaces, the broadcast booth, the press conference area, locker rooms, and, of course, the Al Davis Memorial Torch. Fans are also able to get access to the field. According to the stadium's website, tour packages start at $59, or fans can purchase an upgraded tour for $80. That includes a drink with a view near the torch. Well, still a lot more to discuss, but we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will see how last year's draft class graded out. Stay with us. No matter who the Raiders draft over the next several days, no matter what the class looks like at week's end, there's no chance it can be less productive than what we saw out of 2020. Welcome back to the Vegas Nation Draft Preview Show. Cassie Soto and Sam Gordon here with you at the South Point Sportsbook. We've discussed a few of the names the Raiders could pick up in this year's draft, but let's rewind real quick, shall we, Sam? Yeah, let's do it, Cassie. Uh, sports columnist Ed Grady graded the 2020 NFL Draft class for the Raiders. Let, let's see what he came up with. Yeah, thanks, guys. Well, let's leave it at this. No matter who the Raiders draft over the next several days, no matter what the class looks like at week's end, there's no chance it can be less productive than what we saw out of 2020. The Raiders last year drafted seven players, and let's be honest, very few, if any of them, had much of an impact on what happened in an 8-8 eight and eight season. Let's look at some numbers that Pro Football Focus put out on grades and ratings for last year's draft class. Consider all of this. Wide receiver Henry Ruggs, first round, 123 out of 127 players at his position across the NFL. Cornerback Damon Arnett, first round, 116 out of 121. Wide receiver Brian Edwards, third round, played an average of just 16 snaps per game. John Simpson, fourth round, 
a 40.1% grade on pass blocking and just 45.8 overall. Quarterback Demeek Robertson, a 42.2 overall rating, only played 70 snaps all season. Lynn Bowden Jr., the Joker, third round, traded to Miami in September. Linebacker Tanner Muse, third round, never saw a snap, season-ending toe surgery. Sure, there were some injury and COVID issues, but as a whole, this group did very little in the grand scheme of that season. You just can't have an entire class come up this short and expect to display quality depth across your entire football team. Now, there's always the chance that a few or several of these names have improved exponentially over the offseason and will make a much bigger difference this coming season. But there's also a great chance the Raiders this year will draft a better, deeper, more productive, and impactful class. Let's be honest, guys. I mean, how can't they? Back to you, Cassie and Sam. Thank you so much, Ed. Well, Sam, you and I will probably never know what it's like to be in an NFL war room, but we can pretend. Yes, we certainly can. And our, our colleague, Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor, did just that and put on his general manager hat for us and, and with his own mock draft. Um, let's see who he picked. Thanks, Sam and Cassie. Well, as we inch closer to the 2021 NFL draft, the question of the day is, what direction do the Raiders take with their first-round pick, number 17, and their second-round pick? number 48 and there's some decision makers right behind me that are trying to whittle it down uh, on what exactly they're going to do at number 17 and number 48 but guess what we're going to make the decision for them at number 17 we're going to play it safe and go with the right tackle obviously the raiders reshuffling their offensive line during the offseason created a huge hole at right tackle christian derisaw the left tackle who will play right tackle for the raiders from virginia tech is the pick at number 17 a guy that's going to solidify that position for the next five years and, oh, by the way, can switch over to the left side in five years when Colton Miller decides whether to stay with the Raiders or, or move on after his second contract runs out. That brings us to number 48. We all know that the Raiders have a huge need at free safety. I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball. I am going for the free safety, but it's Javon Holland from the University of Oregon by way of Oakland, California, oh, by the way. Psst, Bob, quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back. And you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford 99 bucks, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9-94.9. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola, and all of our shows can be found on the internet via Anchor. Uh, you can go to my website, or not my website, my Facebook page, Jim Bola, or my Twitter account, CoachBola52. There are always links there to the shows um, from the previous day. So I've uh, got some news here. Uh, this is not sports related, but kind of sports related in some capacities. Uh, this is from the review journal, Shay Johnson, 80% occupancy for County Oakade. 
Occupancy limits for Clark County will increase to 80% beginning this coming Saturday after the state authorized giving local control to county managed most measures to combat the pandemic. Social distance requirements will also be reduced from six feet to three feet as part of the county's local mitigation and enforcement plan. The multi-agency plan, including increased capacity restrictions from the current 50%, was approved last week by the county commission. The state informed county officials on Tuesday they may proceed with the plan, which is awesome. As part of the local effort, county has indicated it will lift crowd size limits and social distancing rules entirely once 60% of the 1.8 million county residents who are eligible for COVID-19 have received at least one dose. As of Tuesday, the figure was 46.5%, according to the county. And this is a quote from uh, Commissioner um, Chairwoman Marilyn Kirkpatrick. If everyone keeps it up, we'll get to open up the community, which would be great. Um, So beginning Saturday, restaurant table limits will increase from 6 to 12 patrons. Uh, Adult entertainment establishments and nightclubs may open, among other eased restrictions. Reserved areas for dancing, however, will not be allowed until 60% vaccination threshold is reached. Uh, The plan also allows for gym, fitness studios, and similar establishments, pools and spas, water parks, libraries, museums, retail stores, indoor malls, karaoke establishments, and community and recreation centers to increase occupancy to 80%. Uh, Salad bars, salsa bars, and other self-service options will be allowed under certain conditions, and food sampling will be allowed at grocery stores and farmer markets. Uh, The state will maintain control over certain aspects of mitigating the pandemic. Face Face max mandate will stay in place. So good news. Saturday, we go up to 80, and in June, hopefully, we are going to go up to 100%. So um, that's a good thing for the community. Uh, On another note, UNLV, so this is from Mick Akers and Review Journal, UNLV's e-commerce partnership with the Raiders, Imagine launches online, Image launches online, so Raiders Image launches online. The athletic partnership with the Raider Image went live Tuesday with the launch of the university's new official apparel website. The new online store, UNLVgear.com, went live Tuesday. Is the work of the school linking up with Raider Image, the official merchandise provider for the Raiders. The website is based off the Raider Image popular inline store, online store, sorry, and is being dubbed as a one-stop shop for fans of the Scarlet and Gray. Uh, we are pleased to be able to launch this new website today that will serve our incredible supporters. Athletic Director Desiree Reed Francois said in a statement, we listen to our fans and with the support from our tremendous partners, the Raider Image, they will have access to UNLV gear that they are most interested in. Uh, the partnership with Raider Image replaces UNLV's longstanding partnership with Barnes & Nobles, its former official merchandise provider, Um in the past, the selection at Barnes & Noble has not been great, to be honest with you. So, um, Additionally, the Raider Image will also sell UNLV products at Allegiant Stadium for Rebel football games, at the Thomas & Mack Center for running Rebel games, and other select UNLV athletic events. Uh, new products offerings will be added regularly, with fans having the chance to vote on preferred designs via social media polls. 
The results will determine the next item to be offered on the site. All Rebel Athletic Fund members, the RAF, qualify for a 20% off regular price merchandise on unlvgear.com. Uh, RAF members can visit the site to activate their discount. Verified members of the student fan group, the Rebellion, are eligible for a 10% discount. Do you want a job you'll love? Then you'll want to come to Mesquite Gaming's Job Fair on Wednesday, May 5th at the Virgin River Event Center. Get interviewed on the spot. They are accepting applications in all departments. Competitive wages, advancement, training, 401k, health insurance, paid vacation, and free meals. But you don't have to wait for the job fair. Apply online right now at mesquitegaming.com. That's mesquitegaming.com. Equal Opportunity Employer, COVID-19 safety precautions will be followed. 